0: Hey guys welcome to episode 92 of swiftcast hey guys hey what's going on this is ashley nate and steph and this is a mini episode a little bit shorter than usual because we just released another bonus episode today on monday which was a special episode with our friends from the i heard that was good podcast
1: they are so much fun and nate missed out on recording with them again
2: I miss every single episode of them. It's crazy. You know, half the problem, well, it's really both our problem, them and me.
0: They always want to record on Wednesdays, and you are always working on Wednesdays. I'm just unavailable. Like, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> well, they don't even believe that you exist anymore, so they're not concerned.
2: Yeah, I believe that. Did you tell them that I do not know which of them is which in the picture, so it's at least fair game?
0: <laughs> no, I didn't tell them that.
2: I should say that. If you go on their Twitter profile, it's a picture of both of them. And I'm like, I have no idea which one is which. It could really be either way.
0: (laughs) Well, Carson actually just got confirmed that he's going to have a meet and greet with Taylor in Baton Rouge.
2: What? That's awesome.
0: (laughs) He's bringing his girlfriend and his girlfriend's two little daughters.
1: Nice. Good for him. And his big question is going to be on the actual record, what makes the... Click, click, sound for blank <laughs> space. Oh, <laughs> he's dying to know.
2: Is that not Taylor that does that?
1: He wants to know if somebody's actually clicking a pen on the recording <laughs> or if it's actually Taylor with her mouth. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. so we failed as the experts of Taylor Swift because we did not know the answer.
2: In all of my useless Taylor trivia, I have no idea.
0: We're gonna have to wait for like three and a half months to get the answer to that burning <laughs> question. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's funny.
0: He's going to ask that and she's going to be like, thanks for saying that. (laughs) (laughs) She's not going to have any idea what he's talking about. (laughs) And then she'll turn her
1: attention back to the little girls.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But the
1: episode was really fun. We did predictions for the Grammys and they even gave us their ideas on the front runners for the Oscars because their podcast is about movies. So
0: it was a fun discussion. Yeah, if you guys haven't listened to them, it's I heard that was good, and they're on iTunes as well, so you should definitely go check them out.
2: Can I get some final predictions in for the Grammys real quick? Okay. Okay. I don't think Taylor's going to perform.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Changing your tune from last week? <laughs>
2: Completely. Last week I was all about her performing style. This week, just days later, really. <laughs>
0: We had a pretty heated debate last week if she was going to perform style or shake it off, and Steph and I really wanted to be right that she would do Shake It Off so that Nate would have to do the whole fashion segment by himself, but (laughs) unfortunately, Taylor just told us today that she's not going to be performing.
2: I bet she listened to our episode and then wanted neither of us to stake a bet on it, so she just called the whole thing off.
1: (laughs) That must be it.
0: We're single-handedly responsible for the canceling of her Grammy performance. (laughs) sorry guys we really let the fandom down (laughs) with this one
1: yeah we are just terrible then i'm really really bummed that nate's not gonna read the whole fashion segment on an episode well
2: we're just gonna have to uh put it off for another time
1: (laughs) we'll come up with another bet maybe we can have
0: a bet about what songs will actually make the set list (laughs) oh that's a good one That is a good one. Except I'm already going to lose because my bet is all of them. And you guys all tell me (laughs) I'm wrong.
2: I don't know. I don't think it can be all.
0: Hey, you never know.
2: I don't know. I guess you never know.
0: We're going to have that bet. We're going to make that official when it gets closer. But so earlier today, you know, I get Taylor's tweets sent to my phone and then I have to open them up. And so I saw she had one and the caption said Grammy talk. So I opened it up thinking the link was going to take me to, like, a cute little picture or video of her doing something, getting ready for the Grammys, but it was actually a post on her Tumblr, and she said, Hey guys, a lot of you have been asking about the Grammys this week, and I just wanted to give you an update. I'm really excited to be nominated for three Grammys this year, and even more excited that I'll be there having a dance party rage fest in the audience. I will also be presenting the award for Best New Artist. Since my whole life is wrapped up and entangled in the planning of the 1989 World Tour right now, I'm not going to be performing on the Grammys this year. I need this time to focus only on the tour. I hope I'll see you out there at one of the stadiums this summer having a Rage Fest of your own. Love you, Taylor.
1: And then Ashley became very, very disappointed.
0: (laughs) I was and am because I because I'm going and I was really looking forward to seeing her perform on the Grammys.
1: Yeah, this is a once in a life opportunity for you to actually be there. And we all thought she was going to perform and now she's not. Taylor always finds a way to kill us. And this slayage was not that pleasant (laughs) though. I thought she was going to kill us with her performance. I'm pretty bummed about this. Mm -hmm. And really, I just don't quite have an explanation for it because if you look back, two years ago when she was gearing up for the Red Tour, which started earlier than this tour will start. Taylor still performed. We are never, ever getting back together. So it was kind of confusing for me.
2: It is confusing. The only like real explanation I can maybe come up with is that maybe, and I don't know, the whole thing, it just sounds a little fishy. I don't know. From what I thought, maybe what happened was that Taylor's been vacationing. You know, there was Christmas vacation, you know, uh, January. Just generally a busy month for her this past month. What if something came up, something was spontaneous, maybe one of these trips where she didn't schedule, you know, uh, well enough to accommodate for rehearsing for the Grammys? I wonder if if that's what happened. Because now here it is, you know, only a week before the performance and suddenly, oh, can't do it, basically. So I don't know. Maybe she just didn't have the time. Maybe, you know, things just didn't work out where... You know, uh, give her the benefit of the doubt. She's had a busy schedule and, you know, it just didn't work out. Very unlike her, though, still.
1: Yeah, she was so insanely busy with promoting the album. Maybe she planned to get ready for the Grammys, but then decided to go to Maui instead, which I also would have done.
2: I mean, I would have done that, too.
1: (laughs) It's good that she got a break. It's just still confusing for me. Near the beginning of January, there was an article that listed Taylor as one of the performers, but it was never actually confirmed by the Grammys. And so for the past couple of weeks, we've been telling you guys that she was performing based on that article. So part of me also wonders, maybe that was just an unreputable source and Taylor was never actually going to perform at all. And everybody thought she was, so she had to clarify it today. It just seems weird still though, because Ashley and I were talking earlier about how Taylor's performed every year since 2012. And even before then, the only year she didn't perform was 2011.
2: Yeah, which basically just adds to the whole fishiness of the situation, I guess. I don't know. I'm really bummed that she's not performing. It's kind of unfortunate.
0: I also really felt like reading the Tumblr post that I just read, it doesn't really sound like her.
2: Oh, you mean like more of a, like her publicist wrote it or something?
0: It does. Hmm. I mean, she talks to fans you know talks to us so much that i feel like we know what she sounds like and i don't feel like this is
1: yeah rage fest sounds like her but it seemed kind of like a formal posting for tumblr and that's why it just is confusing i really can't explain it there are so many different ways to go about it maybe she was never meant to perform at all and needed to clarify maybe she was going to and changed her mind We know that for her other tours, she's so deeply involved in the planning, the stage, the music, just every little detail Taylor takes ownership of. So I get that she's got a lot on her plate right now. It's just weird because if you look at the timing of the Red tour being earlier and this tour starting later, it just seems weird. I don't know. I'm just bummed.
0: But it is confirmed that she's performing on the Brit Awards, correct? Yes, that is confirmed. So at least we have that to look forward to, though I won't be there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, as of right now, it's confirmed anyway.
1: <laughs> and Nate, I'll bet you she's going to do Style there. You think so? Do you want to bet that she's going to do Shake It Off?
2: No, I'd bet Style, on only because it's it's being released whatever day that is, Monday.
1: I was hoping you would take Shake It Off so that you will have to read the fashion
2: Yeah, I'd totally lose that bet. Unless she performs more than one song. In which case, she might perform Shake It (laughs) Off.
0: Well, we'll keep you guys posted with anything else that we hear about that. But also, before we get into some of our segments, we have a giveaway update. Our latest giveaway ran for pretty much the whole month of January. And that was for the prize pack of some red and 1989 merchandise. And the winner is at Az Cat. So, congratulations, AZ Swifty Cat. And you have one week to contact us from the time that this episode comes out. And if we don't hear from you, we'll have to choose a new winner. So, hopefully, she hears this and tweets us.
2: <laughs> Yay! Congratulations.
0: Woohoo! All right. So, now let's go into one of my favorite segments the throwback tweets, where we read some older tweets of Taylor's from this time in 2009.
2: So our first one uh, was actually on February 1st, 2009. Bruce Springsteen is completely owning the halftime show. That's how it's done. I remember that performance too. That was really good. Bruce Springsteen.
0: That was six years ago.
2: Isn't that crazy?
1: That was awesome. Well, the next tweet makes me feel even more bummed about Taylor's post on Tumblr today. This is from February 3rd of 2009. Rehearsed all day. Picked out dresses for Grammys tonight.
0: What do we think she'll
1: wear this year? Um, I don't think she'll do a crop top. I think
2: she'll do a dress. Nice. Locking it in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Winner right there.
2: Booyah. I think a better guess would maybe be a color. I don't know.
0: I really have no idea, honestly. It seems like she's been gravitating
1: toward green recently.
2: I was going to say she should wear green. She never really wears that
1: to award shows. She also always looks so good in yellow which she wore last month after the Golden Globes.
0: Maybe she'll wear another recycled dress from the Speak Now era.
1: That would be good. Last year's Grammy dress was great. The silver gown. It wasn't my favorite, though. I think my favorite was the blue 2010 dress when she pretty much just owned the whole show. So great.
0: Maybe she'll wear matching dresses with Heim. like they've been wearing matching outfits in some of their pictures.
1: Oh, yeah. The whole squad will be there. That should be fun.
0: Well, our next tweet is from February 5th, 2009. Rehearsals today with Miley. We ate an entire pizza in about five minutes.
2: Man, that was a long time ago. Miley
1: still.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When they sang 15 of the
1: Grammys. Wow.
0: That's crazy. I don't think they're getting together and eating pizza these days.
2: (laughs) Well, our next one is from uh, February 8th, 2009. Just got back from the Clive Davis party. What a night. Getting to see Whitney Houston sing is something I'll never forget.
1: Wow, these tweets tonight really are depressing, aren't they? (laughs) They're just a
2: depressing episode.
1: (laughs) Not only has Whitney Houston passed away, but now her daughter is in critical condition.
0: And Whitney Houston passed away, I think, the night before the Grammys. Right. Hmm. And now her daughter is in critical condition, pretty much. Almost to the day, it's really sad.
1: Yeah, it's terrible. I think when Whitney actually passed away, Taylor might have mentioned seeing her at this Clive Davis party. So I'm sure she feels fortunate that she got to do that, but such a shame.
0: Well, let's go into some more uplifting news.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
2: hopefully the rest (laughs) of the episode here.
0: (laughs) In
1: keeping up with Swift. Our first piece of news is really exciting. Taylor announced before the Super Bowl happened, that Heim is going to be an opener for the 1989 tour. Whoa. This will only be for some selected dates. So if you're planning to attend MetLife in New Jersey, Nationals Park in D.C., Soldier Field in Chicago, Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts, Staples Center in L.A., Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, or the Scott Trade Center in St. Louis, then you'll get to see Haim. I'm really excited because I actually am going to at least two shows where they will be opening.
0: That's kind of interesting because the dates they're on aren't really chronological at all. I feel like she just gave them literally all the best venues.
1: Yeah, they're great venues. Gillette,
0: MetLife. Staples Center, Bridgestone Arena. yeah. <laughs> Basically, she just brought them to all her personal favorite places for the tour.
1: When this was announced, we all pretty much said, how did we not see this coming?
0: I guess in my mind, I wasn't thinking about other openers being added because she had Vance Joy and Shawn Mendes already.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought that was it. But now that she's done this, I'm kind of wondering if maybe for the other dates there will be other people. I was thinking it's a long shot, but one thing I thought about was Sam Smith because he's still trying to break the U.S. even more than he already has. And Taylor brought him out a year ago now when she was in the U.K. on the Red Tour.
0: That's so funny because I remember when that happened, I had no clue who he was at all.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, and Taylor actually just did a billboard interview and talked about that night how when she and her band first heard him perform while they were rehearsing she was just blown away and then she also told us a funny story about how she and Sam bonded while Ariana Grande was performing at the AMAs but that would be really cool I would be happy with that and then I also thought what if she brings Hozier out as an opener for a different date that would be awesome that really would
2: I'd say anything goes at this point
0: even if
1: they're not openers, I could see them as special guests.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I feel like even though some artists might think, oh, I'm an opener or I'm I'm bigger than an opener, I shouldn't be an opener. I feel like Taylor is so explosively big now that any artist would jump at the chance to tour with her even in an opening spot.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's a smart move.
0: So I can't wait to see who the others are. Usually she announces any remaining openers pretty close to when the tour starts. So our next piece of news is actually also really exciting. So Saturday Night Live is airing a 40th anniversary special. And their commercial listed Taylor in the list of people that are going to appear. Woo. Yes. Everyone on Tumblr was freaking out saying, what does this mean? What's happening? Is she finally hosting? and I don't think that this will actually be a big part for her on this episode. I think she'll just have more of a cameo and a smaller part. But I do think that she'll be on as a host sometime before the season is over.
1: Yeah, I definitely think April, beginning of, well, probably April, because at the beginning of May, she'll be overseas. But it would be a great way to end the season. SNL likes to save its biggest host for the end. And Taylor will be gearing up for tour, so it would be perfect for her. I'm with Ashley on this. I think on February 15th, Taylor will have a small role in a skid or something. I don't know what they're planning. But there is a long list of people who are going to be on this show, so it should be interesting to watch.
0: The funny thing is, is that they have all these huge names that I'm sure draw in tons of viewers, all the famous comedians. But if they had an episode of just Taylor, it might get more viewers than that. (laughs)
1: Well, yeah, even back in 2009 when she hosted, it was the second highest rated episode of the season and it was taken out by Betty White for the season finale. But
0: it's Betty White.
1: (laughs) It's Betty White. And if you compare Taylor in 2009 to now, she can easily bring in very high ratings for SNL.
2: I hope they don't, like, pull one over on us, SNL, I mean, in the sense that they either don't actually get all the celebrities and they, they do parodies of them, or they do, like, a review kind of thing and show, like, the best moments from SNL. I hope that's not what happens. I hope she's actually on the show and does something.
1: Yeah, you know, that's what I thought at first. I thought maybe they're just going to do a montage of Taylor's moments back in 2009,
0: mm-hmm. so I
1: hope they don't do that. It says it's supposed to be live, so... That's what I'm um, relying on right
2: there.
0: Yeah. But that would be cruel if they
2: That would be.
1: <laughs> actually did that.
2: I would turn that off. I'd be like, I'm done.
0: Well, it seemed like every other name in the commercial were former hosts or like really, really famous comedians. Like there was nobody right. else. Taylor kind of stuck out. Like they're not just bringing back any hosts that they've had. They're only bringing back, I think, the highest rated people ever.
2: Mm. Oh, fair enough. Oh, either way, I can't wait to see um, what's going on with that.
0: Yeah, it's just two weeks away.
2: Woo. And so uh, moving on, our next little bit of news was that this past weekend, Taylor spent it in Nashville with Carly and also Lily
1: Aldridge. It seemed like they were watching the Super Bowl together. Mm -hmm. Taylor was tweeting about the McDonald's commercial.
0: (laughs) That was a cute commercial.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting promotion that you can pay for your meal by being nice. Only
0: randomly selected customers, though. Yeah, that would be a bad business
1: move if everybody could do it.
0: (laughs) When I just think about being from Chicago, like the really crazy, chaotic McDonald's in downtown Chicago, I just can't imagine that actually working. (laughs) (laughs) People get pretty rowdy, especially in the downtown location. Everyone's just, you know, yelling over each other, trying to get their food and get (laughs) on their way. I can't imagine people being forced to stop and hug a stranger or take a selfie or whatever they're doing.
1: Well, speaking of the Super Bowl, while Taylor was tweeting McDonald's, she also tweeted to tell us that first Shake It Off was performed by a marching band before the game even started, which is really cool. Then she tweeted a video of Olivia making an interception in slow motion, and it was really cute.
0: She should have been in the Kitten Bowl.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was so cute. I love the Kitten Bowl.
0: How could they not invite America's most famous cap? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Speaking of the Super Bowl... On last week's episode, we speculated about what was going to happen during Katie's performance. And if you listened to our bonus episode with I Heard That Was Good, we also talked about it on there. But really, it turned out to be pretty much nothing. (laughs) Right? I was reading an article today that several news sources have actually picked up on and they're just running with it. but. They're saying Katie made a dig at Taylor because some of her dances had on polka-dotted vintage bikinis, which Taylor's known for wearing, but it seems so reaching to me. I just... That
2: would be, yeah. I don't don't think so at all. I think she just did it for views.
0: If that's a dig, then I don't even...
2: It really just snowballed back in her face because now all over the internet there are a ton of memes just making fun of Katy Perry, so... (laughs) The
1: sharks were the best part of the performance the sharks are all (laughs) over the internet right now and what's hilarious is scott was in he was the right shark who actually didn't mess up was he actually that's funny (laughs) so scott was a dancer who was with taylor on the red tour and then he went back with katie and then last night he was a shark in katie's performance i don't know i really love these sharks i keep looking up photos of them doing funny things And the beach balls were hilarious, too. Some of them looked so depressed, though. (laughs) Overall, I thought the performance was better than I expected. It seemed to me like she sang live. Some people were saying she was lip syncing, but I didn't really see that at all. I thought it was good, you know, kind of a typical what you would expect out of Katie, like having a lot of production elements, which you kind of need for the Super Bowl. I was glad she didn't perform this She's So Creepy song that people were talking about.
0: I don't even think the song exists.
1: It might not, yeah. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if it does and whether it's actually on her re-release of Prism. It's just, it seems like people like to make big things out of nothing.
0: They really do. They really, really do.
1: So if you haven't seen those sharks, go look them up. They're actually like during the Macarena at certain parts and... (sighs) It's (laughs) It's <laughs> incredible. I just love those sharks so much. They made today's news of Taylor not performing at the Grammys a bit of a lighter blow for me.
0: Well, another cat related news we got a photo of the real life Olivia Benson and Meredith Gray that they sent to Taylor, and that was pretty cool. That was so cool.
1: <laughs> I actually saw some edits where people put Olivia's face, Emerita's face, over them <laughs> in the photo.
2: That's funny. Well, some more depressing news for the Blank Space music video. If you guys remember, it was at Oheka Castle. Anyway, that castle, the music video said, literally went down in flames because there was a fire. <laughs> so anyway, pretty crazy. the The castle itself is rumored to be haunted, whatever that means, I guess, but...
1: I would love to ask Taylor if she had any weird things happen to her while they were filming since it's supposedly haunted. That'd be a good question. It really is unfortunate that it's been severely damaged by this fire. It's not completely to the ground or anything, but it looks pretty bad.
0: Going off topic, but I just had to look up Katy Perry sharks after you just said that whole thing. This article's headline says, right shark had crisp coordinated moves, left shark is drunk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you've
1: got to look all these this stuff up
0: he does look drunk the
1: left shark has its own twitter account and <laughs> it's just flailing its arms around it's fantastic
0: this is the best moment of the week and it's only Monday
1: I just love the expressions on their faces too these sharks just the way their mouths are there are a million memes with all these funny captions of the sharks it's great Well, speaking of sea life, John Green is actually making a t-shirt based on Taylor's Yes Whale video. So you can go buy it. It's $20 and it has a whale tail on it and it says Yes Whale. I thought this was kind of weird, but you know, whatever. It's pretty cool. It's a nice (laughs) shirt. And for me, it just made me think even more that Taylor's doing something for Paper Towns, writing a song or something for John Green's movie that's coming out soon.
0: Yeah, it was funny to me that she's cool with him selling these shirts based on her video when at the same time she's going around copywriting all these random phrases so that people can't sell them.
1: Yeah, that was interesting news this past week.
2: Yeah, so if you guys haven't heard, Taylor has been, yeah, going around copywriting all these phrases from 1989. For instance, could show you incredible things, party like it's 1989, nice to meet you, where you've been, this sick beat because we never go out of style like all these uh, all these copyright things which supposedly and according to the copyright license she did these for what it seems like for merchandise so
1: yeah if you look at some of these things like removable tattoo transfers aprons footwear headbands it's just like anything and everything christmas tree decorations bean bags i think this is a really really smart move though because if you look back at the Saint Patrick's Day t shirt that Taylor had in her store that said Lucky thirteen, and it was a screen shirt, and it seemed completely harmless, and Taylor even did some Lucky Thirteen sweepstakes with American Greetings. And then last year this company called Lucky Thirteen that sells clothing sued Taylor and American Greetings based on trademarking issues. Taylor tried to get it dismissed, but it hasn't been dismissed. So that lawsuit is still going on right now. And it just is probably wasting a lot of time and money for Taylor. And so now she's just being really smart in doing this. I think it's absolutely the right thing to do. And she's just protecting herself so that she's not subject to lawsuits in the future.
0: I guess I was just surprised because some of the phrases seem like kind of common phrases.
1: Like this sick beat has been used in the past.
0: I feel like it has.
1: Yeah, I think it has.
0: And nice to meet you. Where you been? I mean, that is her lyric, but it's also commonly used phrases in the English language. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I see your point. She also trademarked fearless, which is a regular word that people use all the time. I don't know exactly how it works. I think right now they've just applied for these. I don't think they've actually been approved yet.
2: I think it's like it's, yeah, like a three year approval process or something.
0: Now I can't get party like it's 1989 hosiery. <laughs>
2: <laughs> At any rate, I agree with you, Steph. I think it's a very smart move. It's, it's just a way for her to protect herself before somebody else out there does it before she does. So,
1: I've been reading articles where people in the comments just have been attacking her and saying, Oh, Taylor's too big for her britches kind of a thing. Like,
2: Oh, people copyright things all the time.
1: And I don't think people quite understand because they're going around saying, oh, now I cannot say, I can show you incredible things anymore. But the only purpose of this is so that other people can't use those phrases and make money on their own. Right, exactly. Like, you can still put it on a tour sign or whatever. You can use it in conversation. (laughs) Some people actually think that you can no longer use these words in conversation or Taylor can sue you. And that's just not correct. It's hard to read comments on articles about Taylor sometimes. I thought we were past that, but I guess not based on what I've read recently. But this was a smart move. And the party like it's 1989 made me think maybe the after party room actually will be called Club 1989 or something. I don't know.
0: Well, we'll have to see if they all get approved and if she adds anything else. So our last piece of news for this week is that Taylor's worldwide sales for 1989 are at 5,920,000 total. So she's going to hit 6 million any day now.
2: Woo! 6
1: million. Pretty much 3 months.
2: Well, yeah, just another uh milestone to add to the pile of milestones that she's had.
0: And so, going along with our news, we have a couple items on Taylor's upcoming schedule. So first of
1: course, As we mentioned earlier, the Grammys are going to be on February 8th on CBS. Check out our Grammy prediction episode that we just released. The nominations that Taylor is up for include Song of the Year, Shake It Off, Best Pop Solo Performance, Shake It Off, and Record of the Year for Shake It Off. Be sure to tune in next week because Ashley's going to give us the rundown of what it was like to be a seat filler and attend the event.
0: So they're at the back of Taylor's head all night. (laughs) it's basically all i'm gonna be doing
1: that's what i would do it's still gonna be awesome
0: (laughs) no i'm happy to stare at the back of her head you know one of my favorite parts of when we went to the ultimate secret session was just sitting in the corner watching her interacting with everyone else
2: (laughs) silently waiting
0: Well, as we also mentioned earlier, shortly after the Grammys, the Brit Awards are taking place on February 25th, and Taylor is nominated for International Female Solo Artist, and she also is performing.
1: Performing style. (laughs) We're not betting on that one, Nate. All
2: right. Fair enough. (laughs) So our last bit of news is uh, actually from Canada. Taylor has been nominated for International Album of the Year at Canada's Juno Awards, which air on March 15th,
1: so.
0: I have absolutely no clue what those are.
1: (laughs) I think they're big in Canada. I think it's a big deal.
0: Well, that's good. I've never heard of them, but. Maybe she'll attend. Maybe. She should be free in March.
2: They're in Hamilton, I guess, so.
0: All right. Well, now it's time for our Swifty problems. And as usual, there are a ton. (laughs) Everyone has
2: problems.
0: (laughs) So many problems. Our first one is from at jsocka95. Wanting to buy everything that's on sale at the tailor store and then seeing shipping prices. Swifty problems. So true.
2: The shipping prices get you every single time.
0: No matter how much of a good deal I'm getting, I just cannot justify paying $10 for shipping. I can't do it.
2: <laughs> so our next one comes from at xdreamoutloudx on Twitter. And they say, in all caps, Okay, I look so awkward, but blank space just came on in the shop! Exclamation points, emojis, surprise face, hashtag problems. <laughs> <laughs> our next one is from at
1: tswiftvan. I might go to New York City in May. Hopefully I spot Taylor. So many feels right now. Swifty problems. That was also in all caps.
0: (laughs) Many of these require all caps.
1: (laughs) Oh, good
2: luck to her.
0: Our next one's from at Scotland underscore road. My mom and I are listening to two different songs and I can't hear my style over her welcome to New York. Swifty problems.
2: (laughs) That's a funny problem.
0: It's a cool mom.
2: Yeah. Our next one comes from at Shades of Gray. When you're going to listen to one Taylor song before bed, but then it turns into 10 songs, Swifty Problems. Yeah, pretty much. Just keep it playing.
1: <laughs> but then you can't sleep because you're dancing. <laughs> Our next one is from Allie Titus Garth. I'm so torn. I want more sets of the Polaroids and 1989, but I don't want to spend the money. Swifty Problems. You can buy
0: whole sets on eBay. I was
1: about to say that, yeah.
0: They end up being the same price as buying an album.
2: I haven't checked in a while. Are they still listed at like 15 or 20 bucks per set?
1: Yeah. Hmm. But if you're missing one, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah.
0: Our next one is from at Believable one When your made-of-starlight music box lid is open in the dark and you turn on the light and it starts blasting at 11 p.m. Swifty problems. <laughs>
2: Our next one comes from at hold on to nothing, listening to all too well, cries inside, Swifty problems.
0: (laughs) Is that what you do, Nate?
2: (laughs) That is me all the time. I can't even listen to it without bursting into tears.
1: (laughs) And our last one comes from Jada on Facebook. When you buy duplicate Taylor merchandise, just in case your original gets ruined, Swifty problems. I can relate to that.
0: Guess what it's time for, Nate? Fashion! Booyah. (laughs) (laughs) Time for our fashion segment. And we have a ton of great outfits. Our first one is from actually a while ago when Taylor was out and about in New York City on December 8th. And she had on a Miss Patina yellow toggle coat. And this is the one that people were comparing to Paddington Bear, which was really funny. It's called the Ambleside coat. And it's 179 pounds. Which I don't know what that is in dollars.
2: Two hundred and seventy US dollars. Oh wow. Hmm. So our next one is from Taylor's Merry Christmas Message back on December twenty fourth, and she wore a Lucy Paris black and white Intarsia crop top, which is fifty-eight dollars, but on sale for thirty nine forty four. Forty bucks, that's not bad. Affordable.
0: It's a really cute outfit.
1: Getting to more recent dates, when Taylor was in Maui on January twenty third She wore the Victoria's Secret bikini. It's called the Fabulous Push-Up Triangle bikini, but unfortunately, the exact one is no longer available.
0: Also from January 23rd in Maui, Taylor wore Joe's jeans, 55 colors, shorts, in Dark Lake, and those are no longer available.
1: She has a bunch of different colors in those shorts, and I really like them, but none of them are available anymore. Maybe they'll come back for the summer, though. We'll have to keep an eye on it then after spending some time in maui taylor went to nashville on january 26th for the grammy nominee party and there she wore this black dress that had a bunch of embellishments on it it was called the dolce and gabbana sacred heart printed caddy dress and it is 2,995 dollars
2: <laughs> take out a loan for that one jeez <laughs>
0: Finally, we have from the Keds Spring 2015 ad, Taylor wore an Urban Outfitters Kimchi Blue Ashley Lace Up Back Romper, which is sold out, but it's really pretty. Maybe they'll bring it back.
1: Yeah, I love that romper.
2: I know what a romper is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's your accomplishment. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks to com for Tracking all these outfits down, as always, and I know that Nate really enjoyed this passion segment.
2: Actually, I had, like, nothing difficult to pronounce at all.
1: Yeah, this was a good week for you.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And it was $40, so boom.
0: (laughs) Well, that's actually all we've got for today, since this is a little bit shorter episode, as we mentioned, but I wanted to tell you guys about something really exciting that's going to be happening very soon on SwiftCast, and that is a very... Very special guests that we have coming on the show.
2: Ooh, are we allowed to tell them yet?
0: I think I'll tell them. So it's not Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Done. She's a little busy. But it's another singer that I really love, and her name is Kate Vogel. And I think a lot of Taylor's fans actually do really like her because I've been talking to people on Twitter that are really excited about this. She was an actress who played a singer on the show One Tree Hill. And she's a songwriter. She lives in Nashville now. She's had several albums out and has been around for quite a long time. And I've gotten to know her over the past year or so. And I asked her if she wanted to come on the show because a lot of Taylor's fans love her. And she said yes. So she's going to be coming on for an exclusive interview in the next few days.
1: This will be really exciting. I already have questions that I want to ask her. We've been asking you guys if you have any questions. So feel free to tweet us, send anything you want to ask her.
0: Yeah, we're still figuring out exactly when the interview is going to take place. So when you hear this episode later this week, send us all your questions and we'll try and get Kate to answer them for you and it should be really awesome. So finally, before we go, we have some reminders. If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button on iTunes and that downloads the latest episodes for you automatically every week, which you definitely want to do because we have lots of exciting stuff coming up. We are on Twitter at SwiftCast13. You can email us at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. We're at facebook.com slash theswiftcast. And our website, which has everything on it, is swiftcast13.com. So what do we think Taylor is going to do next week?
2: Dance awkwardly at the Grammys. Boom.
0: She is going to
1: sit beside Ashley for the Grammys. <laughs> and they're nice. going to have a rage party to all the performers.
0: I'd get fired as a seat filler because I would just be going so crazy. (laughs) That's
2: what I was going to say. I think it's the other way around. Ashley's actually going to sit next to Taylor and then start going crazy. (laughs) So (laughs) have a rage party of her own.
1: (laughs) Ashley's going to become a new member of the squad. (laughs) I want to be in the squad.
0: She'll just whisk me away in her limo to the after party that they all go to. (laughs) You can hang out with Ed. I'm available. I'm ready. There you go.
2: Nice.
0: Have to make the most of my time in L.A. (laughs) Oh, I'm also going to be going to the Taylor Swift experience at the Grammy Museum, so I'll be able to tell you guys about that next week.
1: Cool. I can't wait to hear about that.
0: I'll have to, like, FaceTime you guys or something so you can see it as if you're there.
1: It's hard to tell based on the pictures what it actually looks like, so that would be cool.
0: Yeah, I heard you're not allowed to take pictures, but I'm not really a rule-following person.
1: There are a million photos already of it.
0: Yeah, people are obviously finding ways to take pictures.
1: Well, think of us while we're freezing and you're in LA, (laughs) hanging out with Taylor.
0: Well, I can't wait to tell you guys all about it next week. But for now, this has been Ashley. Nate. And Steph. And we will see you after the Grammys. Ooh. Oh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at SwiftCast13 because we'll be live tweeting all night during the show.
1: See you next week for the Grammy recap, guys. Thanks. Bye. Peace out, Swift Scouts.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.